All right, volleyball fans, the Omaha Supernovas season has officially kicked off. And you can secure your single match and season tickets at supernovas.com. The Supernovas roster includes Olympians, NCAA national champions, and All-Americans. Witness world-class talent and a fan experience that is second to none at the Supernovas' next match on March 14th versus the Atlanta Vibe at the CHI Health Center with first serve at 7 p.m. Central Time. Join the volleyball movement sweeping across the country and see your major league volleyball team, the Omaha Supernovas. Welcome to NBNR, the authority on unfiltered opinions and authentic player insight for Nebraska athletics. Connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and at nbnrpodcast.com. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Hunter. He's a junkyard dog. Hey, Kenny Bell ran up to me and like, you know what you just, what you just did? <laughs> you get mad. You're going to get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hang on it, Muhammad. GBR. Go Big Red indeed. No Block, No Rock, Season 4, Episode 29, coming at you from the Barrel Room at the Nebraska Brewing Company Tap Room, 108th and Harrison, LaVissa, Nebraska, 68128. Fellas, seeing as Nebraska Brewing Company is one of our sponsors, just real quick, let's go around, talk about the drinks we are drinking. I'm switching it up. Connor, go first, get it over with, get that spiel over with, go. I'm drinking Pilsner. You know I am. I, I don't like. I appreciate getting asked every week, but you know what the answer is? It's Pilsner. Classic, simple, pickle fight, which is coming to cans very soon. When available in the tap room now, available in your favorite retailers in the Omaha Lincoln areas, uh, starting probably tomorrow. Ooh. Probably tomorrow. Okay, I'm down. Making yeah. the trip after work, baby. Mike Delaware, what you got, boy? I am drinking the best beer on tap at the brewery. It's called the Eos, the Hefeweizen. It is the best beer here, and I'm not biased. That's it is the best beer. Yeah, we're pretty heavy over here on the Hefeweizen. Yeah, yeah I think we got three in a row. Yeah, it's hey. almost gone. Yeah, did you like the beer, Jack? Yes, yeah, good. It, it's good. I t- I came in here and I was like, I want something like I was like, I want to have like a unique experience. And he's like, How about this pickle beer? How about this like raspberry pie beer and he's like how about this jalapeno beer you know it's like you know what i'll have what they're all having yeah. <laughs> like i came in i came in and i was gonna be like brewery guy i'm not scared to come in and try something crazy and, and here we're all three you know. right so it's funny like working in a brewery you know very quickly if someone drinks their beer very fast they either love it or they hate it because they're just chugging it to get to it. This, would be, this would be more love. This oh, would yeah, be love. Cool. This is good. Yeah. It's very good. Very yeah. good. And it's good for our sponsors for yeah. you to say that too. So. Yes. Yeah. 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 No kidding. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. It's all right. I'm, hey, I'm familiar with that process. Shout out Paul and Kim because I'm positive they're watching. Right yeah. Now, I guarantee so. it. All right. Good stuff. Thank you. Hey, well, Doug asked, does no one like Cardinal? Cardinal's a great beer. We love Cardinal. You know, I've had lots of Cardinal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cans. Yeah. It's That's good. one of the. Yeah. 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 I've had that. I've had. I've had the. You know what? I've had this in a can. I just realized. Yeah. The EOS. Yeah. Blue and uh, it's a blue and black can. Right? Yeah. No, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's red. Yeah. yeah same red. thing. Yeah. Same I mean, thing. No. The EOS. I'm, he's talking blue about. and black is EOS. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. What he said. Oh, yeah. I thought he was talking about Cardinal. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Yeah. He's not drinking the Pilsner. Okay. That's it's a great beer. Wait, wait, wait. Great beer. Hold on. Time out. Sorry. This is you guys' podcast. Yeah. Didn't Nebraska Brewing Company do the thing? Do they still do the thing where the whole top? No. Off. no, so the, the company that used to make those stopped manufacturing it. Can I tell you a funny story? Yes. 2015, okay? Um, out in my driveway, I like to put, put 
big big sporting events out of my driveway. We broadcast them on the garage. Maybe you've seen me on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big Royals fan. This Hell is the yeah. World go Series. Go Royals, baby. Yeah, baby. This is the, the beat the Cubs today. This is uh, this is the World Series in 2015, right? I got a bunch of people over. We're watching the thing. It's a fall night, but it's really nice. Yeah. It's super good. I'm a few drinks in. The Royals are winning. The Royals are beating the Mets. And I grab, and I grab, and I had gotten, at the time, Nebraska Brewing Company had a pumpkin. Yeah, uh, Wickford, I mean, Wickford uh, Brains. Yeah, a, a pumpkin one. Yeah, and, yeah. Was, and, you know, it was me again. Jack wants to be, like, quirky, weird beer guy, obviously. And so I bought it, and and uh, and and I get out there, and I had already had a few, you know, Bud Lights or something. I pull the top off the thing. The first time, you guys just, they just started that. Yeah. And I ripped the whole top off, and I was like, I was like, what have I? Yeah. <laughs> It's like seeing the I face was like, of God. Am I, am I like, have I become Samson from the Bible? Like, I don't even know. You've unlocked Like, I don't ability. have any idea. Like, it didn't even feel hard. No. Like, I'm just going to go downstairs with my son's bench press and throw 400 up and just see if I'm like, whoop, 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 whoop. Send Pick him up a the car. Combine. Damn, I was like, what did I do? Yeah, they were rad. Yeah. Yeah, they were rad. It turns out uh, it's probably a good thing I didn't go to the bench press, but yeah. <laughs> try to pick up the car. And then the driveway. whole time I'm like I'm like trying to drink it and look, you know, try and look cool. Like, yeah, so that Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yep. Hey. Those cans were cool. They can't get them anymore. Yeah. No, I miss them. I miss them so much. The amount of guests that we have come in here and they're like, Hey, do you guys sell those cool cans? Like and no, we got the boring ones. He has to have the, yeah. the the talk with them and say no. We wish we we begged them to sell the patent, the machinery, everything, and they were just like, no. Uh, which, to be fair, is a very solid argument from their end. What am I going to do? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, <laughs> right. What am I going to do? Although I'd never seen that anywhere else. Yeah, there were so. only like four breweries in the U.S. that were using them. Hmm. Um, World so. class. And every class. Absolutely. Hey, way to close that out. Look at that. (laughs) Well, hey, just just formally, let let us introduce our guest here. We've got, a lot of people don't know this about you, but you are the host of LNK Today with Jack and Friends. Yes. Every weekday morning from 6 a.m. to 9. Yep. Um, We're just going to call you the ambassador of Husker fan Twitter and enjoyer of pain. Yep. Jack Mitchell. I'll take it. I'll take it. Thank, thank you, you for, for having me, guys. Thank you, thank you for coming on. Uh, I know you you got a an early night ahead of you. Yeah, you got, you got to go a, to bed early, man. I'm a you know I'm not a like like well, you guys had Caleb on. That dude goes to bed at like eight thirty. That's weird, man. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a little weird. I'm I'm between ten and eleven. I'll make it eleven fifteen if things are getting wacky. Sure. You know, but yeah. uh, like if you get some eight, midweek like the, action, eight thirty thing. Like when the sun's still up in the summer. Yeah. No, I'm it not. I'm not weird. doing that, man. I'll. I, I've mastered the art. I'll tell you what. I've mastered the art of the 25-minute nap. Uh, the 25-minute nap will change your life. It really does. Dude, the, have you done the 25-minute yeah, nap? Yeah, and it's nap? like a science. Like, 25 yes. minutes is the optimal nap number. time. Who's, yeah. who's the Renaissance man that would do that all the time? Wasn't that like Michelangelo or something? He would is nap for probably, 20 minutes. It doesn't but, surprise me at all to hear it now that I, uh, I've i been doing it for years. Yeah. I just take my phone, <laughs> count 25 minutes up, set it. I've, I've, I, like, don't even... Really yeah. fall asleep. You just get in that mode where you're between like awake and dreams yeah. for 25 minutes, yep. and you wake up and you're like, "Damn, yeah. you run through a wall." I could yeah. rip a top off a beer can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you wake up just before you hit that that REM sleep. Yeah, yeah, so then, yes. yeah. Because yeah, dude, dude, if you go like 45 minutes, an hour, screwed. Yep. You wake yeah. up, Grog. you wake up, and you're like, "It's the middle of the night." Yeah, don't yeah. do that. What yeah. time is it? But I've mastered that. Like I. Go down, power up with that, and 
sometimes twice a day if I have to. Yeah. yeah okay. It is great. Yeah. There really is like a science. Like that's like yeah. the optimal nap time. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've read that too. Yeah. I just don't take naps. Like I literally, my brain is so active. Like I sit there and I try to nap Dude. and I'm just thinking about what oh, I used crap. to be that. I used to be that way, but everything changed when I got older and woke up early in the morning. Yeah. My wife used to take naps like during the day on Sunday and I'd be like watching football. She's doing, what are you I'm doing? Like, I'm like, man, I've taken three naps in my life. What are, <laughs> right. you, yeah. what are yeah. you doing? That's how I feel every, yeah. every Dude, weekend. It'll end. Yeah. Get ready. Yeah. So when yeah. she's napping on Sundays and you're watching football, you got to be quiet, right? Yeah, that was back in the day, but yeah, that was that, now I'm the one who naps and she stays up. <laughs> yeah, 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 big brain Mike can't sleep. No, well, hey, listen, it's not big. It's just squirrel, 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 yeah. squirrel. Yeah, nobody said it was like smart. It was just like there's a lot of stuff going on up there. Like thinking oh, about yeah, all I mean, of his yeah, season yeah. tickets. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a little like, hamster on a wheel. Yeah, just constantly running, planning on what tweet I'm going to make from the in our account. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, this is the highest level equipment I've seen. I've been in media for 18 years. Mm. I feel like this is the highest level equipment situation I've ever been involved in. Hell yeah, with we all appreciate the things it. that I've doing, yeah. I've done. So I feel like we've damn, earned, we've earned it, right? Guys? We started we with one microphone, Jeez. one USB microphone. Yep. To it a was, full six microphone setup with yeah. cameras and everything. It's better than my setups at the radio shows I've done. It's better <laughs> than my setup at home that I got to do stuff. It's better than the other podcasts I've been on. Hey. A little jealous of him. Hey, I'm being totally yeah. honest. Well, we here. appreciate it. It's yeah. a lot. I mean, it's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of a pain in the ass to set up, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not great. And you, you know, and you also get a show because you got to look at jet skis and motorcycles for the people that Dude, can't see. Yeah. So hundreds, uh, tens of thousands of cans of beer. Yes. Yeah. Too, yeah. As well. yeah. And gallons of beer up there too. So nice. in the barrels. Yeah. Barrel room. Um, Hey, let's start with, all right. We're, we're calling it. No baseball. No, yes. we're not. Yes. See, that's, that's why. the worst. Know your guest. I'm in. Know your guest. I'm in on the baseball. I knew you. Were, I knew you were. That's why I said it. Oh, it's because I know branding. It is branding. It's branding. No, you know what's branding? <laughs> GBRBI. That's not bad. That's better than a baseball. I'd wear the hat to a game. I know you would. GBRBI. Yeah. I mean, I even do Nebrali ball every once in a while during the fall. Too far. Too far. No, it's not. The baseball is too far. I think we encourage, like, once a set, you get to have one fight. And then we go with Nebrali ball. Yeah. Nebrali ball. Emphasis on brawl. Nebrali ball. Yeah. Gotcha. Let's we get go. into one fight and that oh, man. Sells. I think it's marketing synergy. I think we have to go with all of them. So. Synergy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, this is, maybe I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm on Twitter too much or whatever, but the new hat designs, what do you think? What are you thinking? Oh, man. Are you just, are you, am I making too much out of it? Or am I just like, I love the skinny okay. in. What do you think? So I didn't, I'll say this. I didn't notice them this weekend now that you bring it up. But I noticed it when they posted the pictures, and it yeah. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, it I'm looks like it looks, man, it looks like, it looks like we're going towards something on the Sam's Club rack. Oh, now, boy. Right? Yeah. The, the it looks like mark. we're going right next to, you walk in the door, Sam's Club tries to do that. You go, you go in the door in the, in August, and they're like, let's put all the Husker football gear out. And it's the old, like, uh. It's the old, uh, you know, dark-haired Herbie Husker, got, you know, yeah, Herbie yeah. Husker that everybody yeah. hated. The Maker's Mark and brand. It's the big, yeah, exactly. Walmart brand. It's, oh. And it's the big N with the Huskers, Huskers across. across. Oh, the worst. That's the worst. Just, the block there Huskers. Some bad, but that, like, all went on so much gear. Yes. And that's where 
it feels like these hats go, in my opinion. I purpose, like, you're talking about that logo with the block in and the Huskers across. So bad. It I, looked like Mississippi State is what it looked yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it, was just, yeah. yeah. It, it got to the point where I, in order to get Husker merch, I would go to eBay and just look up <laughs> Huskers Vintage. Yeah. Because I would just, I, I want the her, I want the fat old Herbie, blonde Herbie. Yep. Not this generic Sam's Club and Huskers yes. stuff. No. No. Stop that. The branding, man. Skinny end, skinny end. Are you guys with me? Like the amount of stuff, like they they gave away sweatshirts for the women's basketball game the other day. You, I don't know if any of you guys saw that. They I know I didn't posted get any. it. No. They, they looked they looked cool. Yeah, they looked cool. I, yeah, not they looked cool. How many times is either a coach wearing something mm-hmm. or they're giving something away at one of these things, and you're like, damn, if they put this in yes. someplace available to us, I would buy one. They do they hate money? Yeah, I, I, I think like so. honestly, I saw the amount of rejection of money with gear. Like like Scott Frost would come out in different hats all the time, and I was like, where's that hat available? Yeah, I don't know where that hat's available. Wait, who? Sorry, yeah, I know. Sorry, uh, hold on. Yeah, what's his name? It's about headwear, but um, yeah, I've I, I've noticed that all the time. It's so bizarre that they won't, they don't, they don't. There's such a desire. I wonder if there's the like thing. when the coaches sign these contracts, maybe there's a there's a blurb in there like you will get exclusive gear, cool gear that no one else gets. Well, so, I know Dylan does. So my my brother-in-law's really? brother. So it's kind of weird. Brother-in-law's brother. <laughs> He's work, also got works tickets. for the uh, the equipment staff okay. for the football team. Wait, your brother-in-law's brother? Yeah. Would that not make him your brother-in-law? Is that you? No, my oh, brother-in-law's okay. brother. Yeah, his brother. Oh, but not like not. Not my brother-in-law's brother. Oh, oh his brother. My on the sister's other side. husband's brother. Does that make it any better? We went from 80 uh, to yes. 40. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. His brother works for the equipment staff, and when Dylan Rayola uh, first committed to Nebraska, before he officially signed and everything, he had to get all the new Adidas gear, all the exclusive stuff. He had, they, and he was bitching about how he had to, like, get all this stuff, and he had to cut the sleeves off to make him look like Patrick Mahomes and stuff. Oh. So all of that huh. stuff he was getting before... Any of us saw it, so okay. yeah. So I guess fact. I guess the the like it's exclusivity, right? Like the coaches come out and stuff, and it's like, why can't I get that? It's because well, because they're the only ones. Why? Yeah. yeah. Who is that? What do the coaches care? No. no. Like no. Again, does nobody care? Like the hat we we're having we're wearing the same hat tonight. Was that so, intentional? Did you guys text? No, no. I we didn't. But I'll tell you a funny story. Like do you remember? I don't know if you remember the story of these hats, but like. Uh, one day, Tim Miles comes out in a like in a press appearance. And he never wears hats, but he's wearing one of these hats, and everyone's like, "And this is how deprived this fan base is of cool gear, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you see that stuff, you're like, where in the hell can I get that thing?'" And so I go to Kansas City uh, when Nebraska's playing basketball is playing down there. Do you remember they played like uh, USC and Texas Tech, mm-hmm. and and it was one of those mm-hmm. Thanksgiving like, little, like MTE yeah. Thanksgiving things. Right, and and so we're hanging out after afterwards uh, with like uh, Jake Muehlheisen and and some other guys, and they had people connected with the program. We're all wearing these hats, and I was like, "Dude, where? Like, if you put those hats out, it would go insane." And they're like, "Nope, there's only like 27 of them that's in there." You got and so two of them. Yeah, Holy shit. well, they no, they they eventually. <laughs> I don't know if it was because I threw a fit that night Good, or what it is, you. but they put it out, and and people like. Somebody posted they were out on Twitter. People were like just storming these places trying to get these hats. The a gray, I mean, it's not even, I don't know why they made it gray. That's not even, a, that color doesn't even make sense. Right. Like, I mean, it, it's it just does the help, logo. It does help Herbie stand out a little bit more with the yeah. gray, but like you're it was right, black man. or, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's just weird. So 
Yeah, it really makes you think, like, who the hell is behind this this marketing stuff? It's like, guys, I would rather give my money to you instead of this random eBayer that lives in yeah. right. bumfuck. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> you know, on, on the note of eBay merch, yes. I do have to give one shout out. We I told this story on the podcast, I don't know how many weeks ago. So I used to have a starter jacket for every year that the Huskers won a national championship. So and the Husker starter jacket. Yes. Like, okay, like the pullover or the zip-up? The zip-ups. Zip-up. Okay. Um, pullover is my era. That's all we wore, but yeah. whatever you do is cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, my senior year of college, my roommate uh, takes my 95 back-to-back jacket to the bars, ends up selling it at the bar for $50 to what pay his tab. Well, yeah. No, that's a story in itself. Okay. Oh, yeah. So uh, I told the story on the podcast a few weeks ago. Um, mentioning that, you know, I, I forgave him, but I would never forget. And I sent the picture to these guys. He replaced the jacket this last week. Uh, he sold it for $50. Yeah. And I believe with oh, fees man. from eBay. I can't imagine. I believe he spent 400 Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. um, you live well, and you learn. But the, but the collection is whole once again. It's actually it's on awesome. its way to him. Right size and everything. Yeah. Like, we're good. Yeah. Doesn't it, smell weird. Like well, I, I haven't smelled it yet. It, yeah. It's on its way to Colorado where Same he yeah. Maybe. Yeah, And then he's bringing it to It's yellow me. from the cigarettes. But yeah, right. yeah. Other than that, smoky man. With cool. Hey, scarlet and cream, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> scarlet and yellow. Hey, that's another thing. Very creamy. Hey, that's another thing. We always say scarlet and cream. And yeah, the basketball team from time to time they come out with yeah. creamish colors. I like it. The, the the baseball program they have jerseys that have the cream color. The football team doesn't do anything with the cream. Like, I feel like that needs to be one of the that's got to be the alternate this year, man. Cream, straight up cream jerseys, <laughs> cream head to toe, right? Yeah, right. How about that? Yeah, that's a clean look. Very dollar, creamy. Dollar, dollar billion. Yeah. Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Yeah, Wu Tang thing. Yeah. Is there not a there cream we go. sticker? Play on it. It? Little oh, yeah. Wu Tang, hold on, on here. It's, it's on Wu-Tang. there. Yeah, there you go. Oh god, <laughs> give me the, the, go, the Ghostface verse. Hold on, let's go. <laughs> I love it. Damn, that's <laughs> nice. That's a nice quick call up there. Yeah, yeah. I, we kept saying well, cream. Hey, I'm like, hey, cream, hit the cream hey, button. I don't, I don't mean to rain on your Wu Tang parade. So huge Wu Tang fan. On that song, it's Inspect the Deck, and. uh not Ghostface. Oh, no. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. I apologize. Hey, it's all right, man. Listen. <laughs> I just I just had to. You guys, are, you guys are too young to even know about that, though. Uh, right? I'm older than you think. Those two are the Wu-Tang guys yeah. over there. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm with, I, I mean I'm, with, I, I'm with you not as far, obviously, but yeah. I, knew, I knew what we were talking about. In, hey. the, uh, in the bar we were just in, I have multiple Wu-Tang albums on vinyl. I'm nice. Like, yeah, we're we're big Wu Tang guys at the nice. movie. We're the, we're nice. We're the we're the prototypical white kids that go to the Wu Tang yeah, show. Right, right. I get Ray it. Kwan's out. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Um. Nice. No, we have to go. We have to go like ten steps yeah. back really quick. Okay. It's former head coach Scott. There you go. There it is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We, we don't say that name on the. I wasn't on the aware. Yeah. I wasn't aware. No, you're right. I just wanted to. I, I don't wanted know to Big Ten you. protocol here. Yeah. I'm no. It's NBA our protocol. Big Ten protocol. Yeah. We got a flight to catch. I got a flight. To, I got a damn. Dr- I got, got a car to drive home. He's got to drive to Minneapolis. This shit. <laughs> oh, that was mean. I got to drive six hours for a passport. Okay, that's yeah, mean. yeah, yeah. Because, because, yeah. I'll tell you what though, that eBay stuff, that retro stuff, you can get lost in that quick. Oh yeah, in it. I mm-hmm. bought my son. I don't know. I, I don't know why. I was just somebody had sent me a link. A hat. It was like a. Hat with the Orange Bowl logo on it, like the the '80s Orange Bowl logo. The on smiling it, orange. Oh the yeah, smiling orange. Yes, like 
And I was like, I was like, and it was like flat build and stuff. So, you know, I, I bend the hell out of my hats. I was, it wasn't going to work for me, but it looked like something my son would wear. You got a good bend there too. Um, uh, uh, and, and I bought it for my son with, uh, on eBay, gave it to him for Christmas, but man, like that orange bull logo, I've said this before. I don't know why, but if I was ever going to get a tattoo in my life, mm, I think I'd get it. that orange bowl logo. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, where, where, where would you put it? It just makes me happy. I don't know. Probably bicep, you know. You know, okay. flex a little bit. You, you, you got to you you kind of make it, you know. Make you, it smile. Make it smile. Make it smile. <laughs> like that. Make dude, it wink. That, that is an image that just makes me happy. Yeah. Like, straight up. Well, I think, I, and it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like beachy or whatever. You know, it's Miami. I don't yeah, know. Living in Nebraska. I love it. I'm going to get, like, if I ever get a tattoo, I have none. I don't know if I anybody's have any tatted tattoos. up here, but if I if I ever got one, I think that'd be it. So the smiling orange, huh? Yeah, it I takes think you so. Takes you back to better times. Yeah, it's obviously, a, lots of good memories. Yeah, it is a good uh, time to remind everyone that's listening, watching, whatever. That when we do get to a thousand YouTube subscribers, we're all getting another tattoo. Well, some of us are getting yeah. another. Some of us are getting their very first. Yeah, but we will all get an. All of us will get an NBNR tattoo. At 1,000 YouTube subscribers. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where are we at right now? How close are we? I think like, we're at like 400. 400. Yeah, yeah, we have a long ways to go. So wow. the tattoo is is far, far in the distance. From, I, yeah, it's I'm just making a, a bunch of fake accounts. It's just a dream right yeah, now. We're just thinking about it. Yeah, that's great. Okay. So I, I would carry on with this the baseball discussion. They take three out of four. They beat a mid-major team. Now a lot of people are like, oh, it's just a mid-major team. College baseball is different, people. I need people to remember that. You have mid-majors that go to Super Regionals, and they go to the College World Series all the time. Campbell's rated right now. Yes. Undefeated. Dallas, Dallas Baptist is rated right now. So yeah. Campbell's undefeated right now, aren't they? I think they are. Oh, they're rated. That's yeah. all I know. Well, they're rated. I don't know. Listen, Stony, yeah, Stony Brook beats LSU all the time, okay? Jack, we're two series into this season. Mm-hmm. Do you have any takeaways yet? Is there anything that's jumping off? The page. I mean, you've been watching these games, listening to them. Like, is there a any little takeaways? bit? First of all, what's wrong with GCU? First of all, what's wrong? What's well, wrong with those dudes? Oh my god! <laughs> they like what in that? Seriously, what the? What was going on with those guys? That pitcher really liked that, to strike the guy out. Yeah, Josh. What, what? Hey, Josh. You strike Josh Karen out. He's Dude. hot all weekend. You that do was it. Straight up bizarre. It was weird. It was weird. Yeah, it was super weird. Uh, I, first of all, number one. First takeaway is like uh, they're not going to be scared to be really aggressive on the base pass this year. Yes, I mean not only the steal of home, but there were a yeah. couple of times where they were taking third mm-hmm. uh, all over the place. I don't know. I think they look. I I think just I, I watch a cinematic recap today that they like we have to do a cinematic recap for everything now. Oh yeah, at this point, like yeah. I can't wait. Right? <laughs> like, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. But I watched that and I was like, these guys like physically they look. Like the hit, the hitters that they had in it, mm-hmm. I was like, they just look they look big, a little different physically than some of these other teams have. Josh Karen's a big guy. Karen's a big guy. Columbus is a big guy. Yeah. They got yeah, they got a few other guys that I don't. I'm still getting to know on the team. Right, mm-hmm. it's but very early. Like yeah, like I'm still learning to the point. A, I'm learning names. And I'm trying to remember people from last year. Yeah, which happens with baseball. But sure. um, that was the biggest thing I noticed. I don't know what do you about. What about you guys? What did you think from what you saw? Well, I think, I mean, offensively, you kind of mentioned it already. I don't think that's really going to be an issue. I mean, it's just going to be, if you can solidify that rotation. The rotation looks okay. Brett Sears looks okay. The bullpen, they had a very good game yesterday. But I think for the most part, the bullpen is going to be one of those things where you're going to be giving up leads late. And 
you're going to have a lot of blown leads, I think, from this bullpen, mm. which is unfortunate, obviously. <laughs> but just really early on, seven games in, I just I see the bullpen and I'm like, well, it's early the, though. The offense is going to score eight runs, but then the other team might score nine. You know, is it usually what is it? Pitching is usually ahead. Yeah, yeah, early, and ours is not. But our bats are ahead. I feel like our bats are ahead. Then yeah, yeah, especially over sure. the bullpen. Well, so yeah. Well, because yeah, the sure. other team still has a pitch to use. So yeah. You're going to be ahead of their pitch. Yeah. So, I guess. I mean, yeah, touche. I mean, Grand Canyon beat USC, beat BYU, right? By a lot. Beat yeah. Ohio State, I think, too. GCU, not Coming a bad into team. That, so. Not yeah. a bad no, team. No, just a weird team. Yeah. That's all. So. Goofy. Yeah. Kind of yeah. goofy. Goofy. I, That's what the G stands for, I think, in GCU. Uh, yeah. yeah. Goofy. Goofy State. Yeah. yeah. Goofy uh, Also, don't like their outfield very well. What is the deal with that? Could we tell? <laughs> I mean, you are a freaking for-profit university. Can we get some damn lights on right. that outfield? Yeah. <laughs> a ball would go into the air, and it's like that went into yeah. the great abyss. I have no idea. I have Those no goes. idea. Home run. Yeah, like every single, fly ball, you're just yelling. It's gone. Can of corn. I have no idea. They got truck lights out there trying to. Dude, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> well, even their their uh, commentator was like, "Oh boy, I got to depend on the outfielder to know what the ball's gonna be, Man, what the ball's I, gonna do." Does, does it feel? Does it feel like we spent? A year of our lives with that ESPN Plus commentator over this weekend for oh for that God. thing. That's yeah. why I put it on mute, Jack Mitchell. I don't yeah. care how late or early Greg it. Sharp is. I'm I'm listening to Greg over. Yeah, there. I know. It's just hard to. I know, and I'm the radio guy, so I should be the one. And it's right. on my station, so I really should be pumping. And I did listen to a lot, but if I'm watching TV, I'm listening to the TV. Yeah, stuff. right. Yeah. For the uh, like, I've never been a guy on radio who's always like. Sometimes there are people in radio when you know we're a, the, the hometown affiliate. And they get, they're like, well, you can't, you know, you can't tell people to watch on TV because you can listen to it on the radio. I'm like, I don't do that. Nobody does. Right. Like, if it's on TV, we're going to watch it on TV. I understand that's what listeners are going to do. So yes. if a listener hears you say that, they're going to go, why would I do that? I could just watch right. the game. Exactly. You just <laughs> yeah. watch I want to see it. That I said, I was, you know, it was a weekend. So I got errands around. I had stuff to do. So I was listening to it on the radio too. You know, when I wasn't, when I wasn't watching it, but yeah. Um, yeah. That felt like that. That felt four games that lasted most of my lifetime. It was crazy. I saw yeah. some comparisons saying that the commentary felt more like a PGA tournament. Sweet. I was like, "Oh, and a deep right, and that'll be a home run." Yeah. And, you know, as he rounds the bases. Yeah. You know, we we think back. It's like, dude, you can have some fun with this thing. Yeah. Like, it's okay to yell and be happy. You like, guys are deep into the baseball, aren't you? I watch your social media. Like that's that's Jared. Like, Jared uh, Cooks. In is that, that what it is? Like, yeah. I did not expect this was the first question as we're going into the GCU series right off the bat. Well, typically, you know, baseball. I mean, we, I know you like baseball, Mike. It, it, I know. But like I'm more of a major league guy. Like I'm a Royals fan. Like yeah, I I, yeah. I will live and breathe in the Royals realm Bobby of things. Witt, baby. I, lo- I love pain, you know. Bobby Witt getting paid. But other than that, I just like to. I just know it's it's a niche sport still, and I just like to get out the way. Yes. And because when, we, I, when probably, I start talking about it, you guys are like, all right, shut the fuck up already. Oh, is that so it's just you? All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we probably talked yeah, about it way I mean, too long already. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know that I would yeah, call Well, it. I obviously watch it a lot. So I knew I, I, maybe nobody else knew what I was talking about on it. But yeah. Hey, and uh, Nebraska Creighton game in April in Lincoln. First game with beer in Haymarket Park. If the Regents have the courage to do it. If do the, it, you cowards. Right? I think right. I think that'd be a good tailgating and be in our show. How about that? Mm. Live that baseball about that tailgate. in April. Yeah, with Creighton. That'd yeah, we'll, right. we'll have Jack Mitchell on. We'll do a live be baseball good. tailgate. That'd be good. Down to clown. Yeah. We'll have right. Nebraska Brewing Company beer there. and Hopefully in the stadium as well. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm in on that. Yeah. If they have the courage to do if so. They- <laughs> <laughs> 
do the right thing. <laughs> Mike Pence had well, the courage. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't want to go there, but yeah. yeah yep. <laughs> My beautiful people, you're all beautiful. I love you all. <laughs> we okay. love beer. I want to recount these beers. <laughs> Just go home. Um, oh, God damn it. What was I going to say? Nebraska. Well, well, hold on. Well, <laughs> listen, I know if, you, if the regions have courage. Well, look, Tom Osborne. Still alive. Is, so. he a, is he still a regent? He's not a regent. No, he's not a regent. He doesn't need to be a regent. He could be a regent in like a... They already put a Pinnacle Bank Arena over, his, obje- yeah. over his probable objections. This is true. So, yeah. This I mean, is true. Yeah. And on, I think they love it, obviously. Yes. I think they love that. Ca- we, we, I people loved it last night. Yeah. I'll tell you that yep. much. I was well, there. Hey, let's, I mean, look, Nebraska ball, first half, offenses looked pretty brutal, right? The de- but the defense played very well for Nebraska. Yeah. Um, one thing that really stood out to me, just offhand, hustle plays, hustle plays, hustle plays. Yeah. Yeah. Rebounding, freaking yep. Alec getting in there, Hoiberg's getting in there, Gary lights it up. Yep. Just, they're in the tourney now. They are. I did right? say. They're in, right? They're in. Come on. Okay. Come on. They're, they're not on Three the- to play, right? Just, they're not on the bubble currently, but they Three, yeah. could play themselves- out back back into the bubble. In, a, yeah. in a very bad scenario. Granted, I think in an unlikely scenario, but man, we're Nebraska basketball fans, man. If we don't consider the worst case scenario, what are we even doing? That right. is true. At this point. I mean, we've so, won 20 games and not made it before. So, so come on now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, you you go 0-4 from here on out. Who you know, obviously you're it's it's just not a it's not a there's a non-zero chance, right? That right that something still goes wrong. Now, yep. now you win Thursday, it's over. That's off. It's in. It's done. Yep. It's done. And this it's is in, inconvertible. This is Ohio State coming up, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yep. At Ohio State. Ohio State, Ohio just, State coming Michigan Michigan, just coming up just coming up beating Purdue and Michigan State. Yeah. That, I think we that fo- I'm nervous about that game. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You should be nervous about so, every game. Yeah. Honestly, Ohio State worries me less than Minnesota did. Minnesota was the one that I called this, and, you know, I'll eat my words. But I said out of those last five that Minnesota was going to be the one that did it. Like, that's going to be the one game we dropped. They're the number one team in the nation against the spread. This is a terrifying game. Ohio State on a heater, admittedly. Michigan, eh. But Michigan, State, at, Michigan at home, when you play, you go there, you get a Michigan you get, is, a, they, you get their best player who Michigan can't, can't is, leave the state of Michigan. So They are 8 and 20. <laughs> They are eight and twenty, and are all eight of those wins on at home because they have the guy that can't leave the state of Michigan. So, yeah. <laughs> well, can't you just see? Well, first of all, could Ohio State be too hot, where they've beaten these really good teams back to back? Maybe they've expended their energy right, looking at it from a positive angle. Okay. Well, I brought well, it up, like so, sorry. us being number one Purdue, and then the next week losing to Iowa. Like it really never matters. Like well, it does not matter who you beat the week before. Hundred percent. It's it's yeah. whoever shows up. That's right. And the next this, night, this is the narrative I really don't like. Is that Ohio State beating Michigan State is some massive statement win? Michigan State is a middling Big Ten team. They are not the top of this division. No, we need them to be conference. the top. We beat them, yeah. so let them they, just keep winning. They are ranked below Nebraska. So if you're going to call Michigan yeah. State a big-time win, anybody who's beat Nebraska, that's a big-time win. We're still quad two. I think we're no, quad, it was quad on one. The road. We quad we're quad one. one. Yeah. But it was on the road, so, right? That no, game yeah, was, was on the road. Yeah. So, like, any, to some degree, any Big Ten te- game that you're winning on the road Is, has some value. Sure. Yep. So, so I, I, I just would add that in there as well. 
But yeah, I think you guys are right. Like it freaks me out a little bit. But then on the other hand, I think I was freaked out going into every one of the last three home games. Oh yeah. Like, like how much were you guys worried that they're going to crap the bed in, oh, one yeah. of these, in one of these home games? Yeah. And so far it has been business as usual. Oh, not, just, not just it's business just, as usual. It's, yeah. oh, it's overkill yes, what they're doing. True. But the Rutgers. weird thing, here's the weird thing about the games. I don't know if you guys have noticed this. Like, have you ever been at, at one, you know, maybe the Penn State game, maybe the Michigan, uh, or not the uh, the game last night, Minnesota game. Go back to maybe the Ohio State game or the Indiana game in Lincoln too, where you'll you'll be like, you're watching the game, and then you'll look up the scoreboard, and you're like, damn, they're up by 10 more points than I thought they were. Yeah, they were right and you're now. like pissed at the team. Yeah. I, I found myself like, I, I feel like, I, like I'm watching a good basketball team because I'm like mad when we're only yeah, up like they're 18. Not, they're not playing like, and it's not even, like they're playing good. Yes. They played really well. You're right. Defensive and rebounding. Offensive had some issues. All those other games I mentioned, it's like they're not playing, you know, like out of control. So good where you feel like you're just having a night to beat this team. And you'll look, and I think that's the difference about this team is like th- there'll be games where you're just like, uh, they're just better. It's between yeah, the ears, though. They're just better. Like this yeah. team is so mentally prepared for the moment compared to any team that Fred has ever put out there. Like, they literally looked the part. They have an identity. He's never had a team with an identity. Mm-hmm. Like, they yep. they live and breathe as a defensive team, and they are good with it. They don't need K-State to go for 30. When you got Juwan, that goes off. They don't need they don't need K-State to go for 30 if you got... Bryce uh, Williams. You got Jamarcus Lawrence or Bryce Williams doing their job. Like, everybody can do their job, and you can have rank score two points at Indiana. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, you have six guys lead the team in scoring. Exactly. Which is crazy. It's insane. Good team play. Yeah. yeah. Uh, JP did say, uh, hey, Jack, you can curse on this pod. And um, <laughs> go ahead. I and, uh, did earlier. Your favorite fan, he said, uh, Caleb Henry said, Jack with okay, the Trump yeah. have the courage reference laughing at it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, you got it. You got your whole fan club here. We got 30 people watching. They must love some Jack Mitchell. How could you not? How could you not love Jack Mitchell? Dude. Yeah. I've been waiting for this interview for months. Dude, stop. I told Caleb, I was like... You don't have to butter up the gas. I was like, Caleb, tell Jack to let me message him. He's like, just message... He said message him on Twitter. I said... He, I can't message him because he doesn't follow us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Jack, what the hell? And then, he, and then he followed, and it was like the floodgates opened. Yeah. <laughs> he started <laughs> typing up real yeah, quick. Yeah, it's like, I have everything I want to tell you right now. Yeah. All right, I'm tweeting it out. Let's go live now. I didn't even know. I didn't know you guys did this live. Fantastic. Dude, we're live. Yeah, so we are live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. High, like I said, I'm only in, in, in like involved in low production type situations. So <laughs> this is amazing. Grimy. Just I, I feel yeah, like man. before, I know, I know you just tweeted it out. We have 31 people in here watching us, but I think it's a great opportunity to go top off our beers because you've been playing with that empty cup and you need a new beer. All right. So let's take a quick. Wait, do we have like a halftime commercial break? It's like a a five-minute breather. We're going to go get some more beer. People, stay there. We're talking more Nebraska ball. just brought everybody in. Yeah, you got 38 people in here now. Uh, (laughs) We're going to go top off our beers. We will be right back with Jack Mitchell. (laughs) Mitchell. There you go. Okay, I don't don't get any more beer. I don't get any more beer. How would you say your mental focus is? Oh, it's focused. <laughs> I say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Cash rules everything around me. Green, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, uh, We have the saying, no block, no rock. Thanks, Joe. And Troy. <laughs> now, before we went to break, guys, you know, we, we're contemplating the chances of Nebraska ball dancing, and we're talking about how it seems like this team, even though they're not, necessarily playing at their best, they're still finding a way to take care of business, right? By a lot. 
And it's like they're beating these <laughs> four in a row over fifteen. Yes, <laughs> which which of course is their highest since since the Missouri since Valley Conference, seventeen seventy six, whenever yeah. America was founded. <laughs> yes. Basically, US and I, yeah, US and I. So, Jack, I, I'm sure you've probably been asked this many times, whether on air or in your personal life. But let's say Nebraska goes dancing, and uh, Nebraska ball gets their first tournament win ever. How are you celebrating? I know we're looking ahead. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, I want to be with people that have been through this. The shit. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like, the pain. The, the, because, like, there is, it's a weird deal, man, because it sucks having gone through it, right? And I was a. I, I went to my first game in 1986 when we moved here. I was nine years old. Uh, we moved here, and my dad took me uh, to games. So, like, I grew up going, um, going. See, like, I spent more time because tickets were more available. I spent more time in my life at Devaney Center than I did at Memorial Stadium by like mm-hmm. tenfold, right? Like, my we could get we could get tickets to those games. They were cheap. Um, my late father, like, we bought ninety. Remember in like 2000. I don't know, like 2007, they did like the $99 bench seat tickets. People might remember at Devaney. Like I spent hours, 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 months of my life at Devaney. Sometimes being happy, mostly being sad, man. Parking with my dad at the Ag Hall in State Fair in January and walking through North Wind in your face, right? At 45 miles an hour. Stinging. And it's 20 below. And you're going to watch them freaking lose to Missouri, right? Or yep. you're going you're going in and you know, like it's a Tuesday night and there's a hope, but it's probably not gonna happen. You know the inevitable. Right. And and <laughs> and it did. And they even had a run where it went well, right? It during the early night, you know, the nineties during Danny Nee from ninety to ninety five or so, and then the ninety eight again, but still there was just a lot of there was a lot of that. So I wanna be I don't I know that not everybody has that history, but everybody and you guys probably all included like you've got your own history of like emotional tied to this program. It this program and this basketball team because of what it's been through has created this sort of fraternity of fans oh, yeah. that I think is a little different than the typical fan base because we mm-hmm. all look at each other and we're like, dude, I get it. Like we just not I get yeah, like I want to look at someone after it who who gets it, who's Tear been through that and just like hug them. Do you, yeah, do like you that's think, what I want, man. It, it reminds yeah, seriously. It, it reminds me of like Browns fans. Like if you can oh, think yeah. back for years, <laughs> people wearing bags over their heads, sitting in the stands. Those people now that are seeing some sort of success, like them actually winning a couple games a year. Like hey, they you got, gotta yeah, love man. it. Baker got them a playoff win. That's yeah. True. yeah, it's actually it's not a bad comparison too, because like you you think of them as being passionate, and they didn't get. I mean, they went away for a while, but yeah. that's that's the same thing. Like this program has no business having the amount of people showing up to games that it has yeah. over the last decade Well, Pinnacle Bank Arena. Do you think that part of the weirdness of it is because that I feel like the true uncommitted Nebraska basketball fans, just they just hop over to the Creighton bandwagon and they're like, oh, okay, well, Omaha is a team, so I'll just root for them because they're, they're successful at basketball versus like true Nebraska ball diehards that are like, we just only know pain. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. That's it. That's all we, Dude, that's all we know. 
like you kind of I, like I've gotten some shit for this, but like I'm I think we all kind of wear it on our sleeve too, as a little <laughs> bit of a badge of honor, meaning yeah. like you can't hurt us, right? No. I mean, you're gonna come at a, a Creighton fans gonna come at me at social media and and say, "Oh, Nebraska sucks." I'm like, "Oh, let me tell you, yeah, yeah." Let me to no get it. you want to come into my mind. I don't know if you're ready ready to experience that level of darkness. Come on, <laughs> in, though. Oh, you think darkness? Right? You think darkness is your ally? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. you merely adopted. Oh, oh, yeah. You're telling me that Nebraska lost your team this year. Well, well, come on in. Yeah. I got four hours to tell you about my life since 1986. Sit down. Welcome to hell. Four yeah. hours? Welcome. You will leave crying after this is all over. <laughs> Four hours. Is that the abridged version? I think yes, you could probably go yeah, for that's, a, that's, that's like the Cliffs Notes. I just think it's funny when Creighton fans are like, oh, we beat you this year. I'm like, yeah, we beat you last year in Omaha during your best season you ever had, right? right. Yeah. So <laughs> isn't that hilarious? Yeah. That's like the best part of it is when Creighton fans love to say blue state. It's like, yeah, dickhead, you're supposed to beat us. Right. Like any time that the game is relatively close, you should feel yeah. bad. Yeah. Like you are not supposed to beat you. Right. Um, and when it ha does happen like last year, um, uh -huh. yeah, yeah, we got it already. Uh -huh. We don't need another. When it does happen, yeah, you deserve every ounce of the shit talk that Husker fans have to give you. Yeah. You, yeah. You've earned that. Exactly. You guys yeah. don't even have football. You have basketball. Hey, shut up. Well, they wear red 364 days out of the year. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's kind of weird. Like, true Nebraska ball fans, they got that extra chip on their shoulder because they don't hop off the, the ship and go root for Creighton one day out of the it's, year. It's just funny that anyone thinks you can hurt a Nebraska basketball fan by telling them about their favorite team's failings. Yeah. Because guess what? We know. We know better than you. So, yeah. so aware. <laughs> it, it fuels the darkness in our souls. <laughs> Keeps right, that, that those embers burning. Yes, you want to, you want, you want to get weird. Let's get weird. Yeah, about how shitty Nebraska ball's been. I'd be glad to, but I don't think you want to go there. It's it's biblical, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> um. So you interview anyway. That's how I want to celebrate. If they win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. That got weird. That got weird. It got dark really but no, quick. But in no. all seriousness, I want to be there with people who get that. That's it. Like, because you, I walked out of that that uh, Wisconsin game when they beat Wisconsin. They came back, and there were people like, like I walked out of it, and people were just, like hugging yes. outside of it. I don't mm -hmm. know if you guys experienced that if you were there. Or you, you but I was like, yeah. And and like there were people who knew me from Twitter, and they they were like, "Here's that jacket, it happened." Can yes. you believe it happened? Like that was so glorious. That night was amazing. Yeah, it was so fun. It's it, it it's it's like despite all the hell that we've been through, man, does it make the good times good? Oh yeah, isn't it? Man, yes. that you makes speak, the good times good. Speaking of a a guy that's been around basketball for a very long time, longer than you even, you interviewed Kent Bavelka today. Oh my god! And you guys, and you, you know your topic. Near the end of your conversation, you were talking a lot about, hey, we haven't been there, so we're kind of afraid to get to think that way, right? Because we're still hesitant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just, you know, I just put myself in his shoes. I mean, of course, he saw football success, and he called some national championship games. Right. You know, that's pretty that, cool. That's the peak. Yeah. yeah. But when it comes to basketball, it's still, we're still, we can't, we can't quite touch it. It's we so many, go. it's so many hours of working on like failure. Like he is calling failure for years. Yeah. Yeah. And but, now he gets to have fun. 
Dude, yeah. I love that for you. I love that for you. I do too. To Jack's point, the sun does not shine quite so bright unless there's some rain. We've just been going through storms a for a couple of decades. Yeah. Well, after um, we beat Purdue, yeah. you know, like oh, yeah. Jared and I, we stormed the court. And the cool part about the Purdue storming was that the student section wasn't there. So that was generations of fans who've been through some shit. We saw a few Jack Mitchells out yeah, there. Yeah, we saw lots of Jack I Mitchells bet. out I there. I was at Les Mis that night. I don't know if you saw Twitter, but I, <laughs> I, I was at the lead center that night. <laughs> That's another story altogether. <laughs> but, but we go down there, and it's... You know, we we had to go by the the scorers table and and dap up KP. You had yeah. to, yeah. We had to do it. Yeah, I had him on my show this morning, and I'll tell you what I've been like. I said I've been doing my radio show for what seventeen, almost eighteen years. Man, I still get nervous talking to him. I yeah. still get nervous talking to him because um, I grew. I mean, I associate him still with the glory days of football. Right. Yeah. I still yeah. uh, associate him with when I moved here. And the games weren't all on TV, right? So, you know, outside of the Oklahoma game, maybe another one or two games during the year, it was listened to him and Gary Saddlemeyer. Oh, yeah. On the radio. Um, and usually, if I could, get my dad outside, play, we would play catch, and I would, you know, play catch while we listen to the, I mean, it sounds like this Norman Rockwell shit. Right. right. But, I mean, it was. <laughs> no, yeah. It, it seriously was. Touchdown. Um, touchdown. Yeah, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. touchdown. <laughs> And, you know, the funny thing about Kent Pavelka, you know, he gets excited. He quits saying R's at the end of words. Yeah. You'll notice that. Man. Tommy Frazier! <laughs> like, you know the level. The, the less R, the more excited yeah. that he is. So keep that in mind for uh, if things go well. But, yeah, I talked to him today. Man, I, I not to promote my own stuff here. No, you're no, good. Please no, do. That's why you're here. That's kind of the point. Like, check out, check out, listen to the interview, KLIN.com. Um and 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 listen to the interview because that first part I don't know if you guys any of you heard the first part but man mm -hmm. the first part he talked about like why he is so personally he'll say this stuff and I think people think it's a little bit of a shtick mm -hmm. like it's oh I'm so you know this is the best this is great I'm so, I'm out of going out of my mind those sorts of things right but man he took it down a notch and like talked about why he feels that way right now and whew, man I'll tell Chills. you what I'll tell you what mm -hmm. listen to that. And I was, uh, yeah, you're exactly right. Chills. I had that in the studio today. And, um, man, I wish I could be with him, right? Yeah. When, whenever, Shoot. whenever something happens. So, yeah, it's great. And, and to have him be such someone I looked up to, oh, it, it's awesome. It's awesome. So, yeah. Okay. One yeah. of the I'm cool things that KP does after, after the games is, you know, he, I hope manually, he's watching. KP, are yeah, you watching? Let's I, go, baby. I, I hope he's watching. Let's go. I'll message yeah. you, man. Yeah. He's, uh, he, you know, he manually fills out his his scorer's book. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and takes and a picture we'll, of takes it. Takes a picture of it and writes yeah. on it. And it's just like, the guy loves it. I mean, he is so passionate about Nebraska basketball. It's insane. I yeah. live to say or to see his book at the end of the night with the message he's written across the middle. Skokum. I would it imagine, I'm, I would imagine I'm one of 100,000 that is like, Zooming, zooming in, in. Yeah. everything. Yeah, it reminds me. I used to I used to have Adrian Fiala, uh, who did the color for Nebraska, longtime Husker football player. He came in and he did a show with me on Thursdays. This was during like the uh, man. This is probably the Bill Callahan era that he did this long time ago. But, but he did the same. His prep was all done on yellow legal pads. 
Because he was a former attorney. I'm, I'm a yeah. former attorney too, or still am technically. Yeah. But he he had all these yellow legal pads. And man, it was color-coded highlighters, everything. I see KP's book. Yep. It reminds me of Adrian Fiala's like yellow legal pad. No, like these guys in their prep on paper is incredible. Because even me today now, I'd be like, Google Docs, let's go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. Well, and you, it takes you back to, I'm sure he's been doing exactly that exactly for so many years yep. since 1980 that dude's been writing exactly like that his hand has just got to be you know he's got to have yeah whatever that's called carpal tunnel, carpal tunnel. Carpal tunnel. Yeah. he's got to yeah. have that whatever this whatever is. can you this imagine is. doing that while you're calling the game with the amount of like emotion that he does too and being yeah. able to yeah. To multitask, just, and I would just pull up the internet, right? Yeah. Like pull up a <laughs> live, live stats. I don't need to do that, but I got a yeah. game to call right at that point. Yeah, you're looking down, and who knows what you miss at that point? <laughs> yeah, right. I wonder where those go. Because I, I think, man, the, how about auction that's those that's things off like for the, the big Purdue games? Win. The Purdue that's win. actually a great call. That would be how much would you give to have that framed in your basement? Man, oh, the Purdue game. Oh, and any, I don't have, I don't have a win. lot of money. So, but any, I bet there's boosters that would donate a lot of money. Any big win during the KP era, if you had that, like you frame that thing. Oh. Be incredible with a picture. That's a good call. Yeah, that would just have be. To ask him. You'll have to ask him. Yeah, because. Yeah. What is he doing with those things? Obviously, I mean, he's old school. So I bet odds not, are they're in a folder or something. Yeah, so oh, yeah. I bet he's not throwing it. I bet they're filed away. Yep. By year. Yeah, man. I'm yeah, going to ask him that. I'm going to ask him that. Laminate some probably. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, Very good call. So, I don't know. I don't know if we should touch on this, but I do want to talk about football, though. Got um, to. So, a big thing last, a couple days ago, was this whole rules scheduling philosophy about how he practically said he's against playing Power 5 teams in the non-conference. Look, we're already playing in a tough league. Why go out of our way to play more Power 5 teams in the non-con? Do you have any strong stance either way? A lot of people like the the Power 5 games because, look, as fans, we want to watch yeah. better games. Or are you like, I want wins? Okay, I just want with dubs. So, like, I, I wouldn't say I'm super strong on either side. I followed this discussion. But, like, the one point I do want to make is just because they're a Power 5 conference team does not make it a, a, a guaranteed a more difficult to win game than a group of five game, mm-hmm. right? right? Yeah, I mean, look at Nebraska for the last four years. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. right. I mean, and, like, Nebraska was supposed to pay pl- – uh, supposed to play Cincinnati a few years back, mm-hmm. right? That would have been a really tough yeah. group of five game. You know, you go to Wyoming. That could be a difficult. They'd went to Wyoming a few years back. You know, who knows? You bring in. I'm trying to. I mean, they brought in Troy. You, yeah, yeah, but it, or if you're thinking of of uh, of power five teams, right? You know. Yeah. So, like you're saying, okay, well, if you bring in like Cal, is that all that? You know, different. Yeah. I mean, pick your like a pick your random pick your random like Georgia Tech, right? Is yeah. that really? Yeah. Like, is yeah. it really that big? No, I get it. Some of them it definitely will, but yeah, I don't know. I kind of want to see some of these matchups with big brands. I've never seen Nebraska play North Carolina, right? Yeah. I kind of want to see yeah. that. I'd like to. I'd like to bring Duke in, right? Sure. Some of the some of those things. So I think I lean a little bit on on the side of. Yeah, let's still get some good non-conference games mm-hmm. for fans because I just don't think it's as big of a risk as some people indicate that it is. And frankly, like I think 
I think non-con scheduling is going to become more important in terms of difficulty of non-con scheduling as this playoff situation goes forward, too. I mean, yeah, like right now, you have people saying, well, the SEC, they're scheduling eight conference games. Ding- Dingus Tech in November, yeah. right? Liberty. Mm-hmm. And so it's like Citadel. wide Citadel. God, I hate those November games so right. much. That's bullshit. Don't you hate when you like, you're like, all right, weekend of college football and you look at the games and you're like, and somebody's playing, and, and Alabama's or, playing Chattanooga, right? Yeah. yeah. It pisses you off. Wouldn't that be nice to play Chattanooga in November instead of Michigan in right. Ann Arbor? Well, yeah. You know? Wouldn't I, that be nice? Yeah, I hate it. What I love is when you present that argument, like I, on Twitter, I uh, don't want to shock you guys. I get into a lot of arguments. Yeah, me too. When you pres- Weird. When you present that <laughs> argument that like, yeah, like you're playing one less conference game than everybody else. Like, oh, it's one conference we game. We beat up on how each could other. It mu- how, how much could it mean? It's like, if it doesn't mean that much, then play another conference game. Yeah. And like, no, the Citadel is already on the schedule, and that's going to be a real tight game. It's like, shut the fuck yeah. up. God. <laughs> play the fucking ninth game. Yeah. I think they will. T- I think they will eventually. I think, yeah, I think with TV deals now just being outrageous with money and going to all these schools because now they're going to be you know sixty four teams in a in a single conference. I think eventually they're going to foresee the hand of the SEC. They're going to have to play nine conference games because TV is not going to allow them to play the Citadel in November. I'm, it's not going to happen. If they're not going to force them to do it, it should realistically be a knock on SEC teams going into playoff rankings. It should be. It might be. I mean, it might end up being that way. Man, you would hope. Not with the committee working for uh, ESCPN. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And the other thing is, guys, like, why do we love college football generally? Like, why? I assume you guys are all like me, like, like 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. on Saturday, right? Yeah. But part of the reason is, like, you know, it's all over the country. It's all of these different places. Like, I want to say, I get it. They've got... The, the the new Big Ten is the new Big Ten, and we're going to see USC and UCLA and Oregon and Washington. But, like, I want to see some of these other these other locales, these other places. I don't want crap teams just coming into Lincoln for every single non-Big Ten game. Yeah. For, it, it, I mean, like, the entertainment, I want to win, but the entertainment right. does matter to me as well. And I also, I think people overrate how... It is how difficult it'll be to 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 be successful if you do add one freaking power five game, right? Yeah. yeah. Like and if and if that's gonna be that big of a challenge, it's not like you're tearing it up. What right. like what are we doing this for? Are we doing this for getting to a bowl or not? Are we doing this for not getting to a playoff or not? Like what is the big concern here exactly? Um, making a yeah, and making a, a bowl, bowl yeah. game. <laughs> God damn it! Jeez, is that re- like? That's it. Do you think I that's mean, what it is? Yes, it's that's about where, getting six wins. Where yes. we're at right now, right Come now, on, yeah, twenty twenty four. No, that that right is your now. personal host. But for scheduling, you think that's actually what's going on? Is that what they're when people are no. when Matt Rule says that? Do you think he's talking about no. getting six wins for a bowl game? I think he's talking about. Being a consistent seven to eight win guy, I think. I think. Who yeah, cares? But, but, do you, but do you like? That's it, no man's land between a bowl and the playoff, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And no, but really, with like a sixteen team playoff, like eight win teams are going to get in. But we're a twelve win or twelve team playoff for now. I know, but for now. Yeah. But I, so my my question: If you genuinely believe that the non con scheduling is based on like we need those wins, this is a very direct question. Do you think Matt rules a bitch? Yeah, <laughs> you think Trev Alberts is a bitch? Well, let me. Let no, me, that's me, not what's happening. Let me answer. Let me answer that question by asking you one: Why do you think Matt Rule came out and said that he would rather not play a Power Five team in the non-con? Why do you think he would say that? Risk versus reward. Yeah, I, th- right. I think he's yes. smart enough to look around the country and say, "Well, if they're not doing it, 
why are we doing it? That's probably right. it. I, yeah. Well, I also yeah, think yeah. Matt Rule is very cognizant of the fact that we're still like we saw improvement year over year in Matt Rule's first season, but we're still very much in the middle of a rebuild. And so, like, trying to put up these big, beefy schedules right now is a recipe for disaster. And I think he understands that. But I don't think this is a long-term, like, we're not going to be bringing in these P5 teams. Like, schools like Carolina, like Duke, like some of these other ones, they will ultimately be coming in here. I think it's more of a right now and for, like, the coming years, we need to solidify ourselves as with the current schedules as a seven or eight win team. And then let's go fight up and punch up at these other power five teams. But here's what my gut reaction to this Tennessee's on the schedule in, a, in what a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. I'll be pissed if they're taken off me. That's me. I don't know yeah, how right, you guys, right, right. I don't know how you guys feel about I that. I fucking hate Tennessee. Uh, but like if, if I could, you know, if I go out to Knoxville, that'd be an incredible experience to go out there. And go to that game. Like, I am genuinely going to be disappointed if they take that game off the schedule. Here's so. Yeah, and you saw that. So that's that's how I figure out where I am on this issue. Yeah, and you saw that a few years ago when a certain head coach tried to get out of the Oklahoma game a few years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. And look, I here's where I would stand on that, that Jack. Was, that was embarrassing. Yikes. It's If they're already Beep. on the schedule, do not take them off. Like, if they're already on there... Then don't take it off. Yeah, but I'm saying if if they're not already on the schedule, you Fair don't enough. have to. Add Fair them, enough. You know, yeah, don't go out of your Tennessee way. Game on the schedule. I remember it was 20 years ago they put that game on the schedule. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, man, that freaking stadium, Tennessee, is sweet. You take a boat. There's Neiman, a river right yeah. there. Neilan, that'd be incredible. I'm gonna go to that in I'm 20 going. plus years when this oh, thing yeah. happens. And now after we sat and waited for it for all that time, they're not gonna do it. I don't know, man. I don't like. It's honestly, I don't know if it's worth the guaranteed win for me. I don't know if it is. You know, we we had this discussion where we were like, well, if you want to, you know, beat the best, you got to play the best and everything like that. And then we went back and forth really on like, yeah, it's a cop out to not play the P5 teams and it, this and that. And we I, went back and forth and we never really got to a conclusion as to what's best. Right. So that argument of you got to beat the best to be the best. It's just not true anymore. No, it's just like Michigan. Did you see Michigan's non-con? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and they got their tune-up games. And these SEC teams, they can get away. Until SEC teams are, like you said, penalized for doing this, they're just going to keep doing but it. But listen, as the playoff expands, I think there's more of an opportunity to play difficult non-con games because one loss isn't yep. going to kill you. That right. You know, Michigan would have been screwed, right, if they played if they played Utah in the non-con mm-hmm. and lost, right? Yep. But but when there's a 16, 12, 16, whatever, that is much less yep. so, I think. Yeah, I think so, the losses will look better. I would say as the playoff expands, there's more of a re- – and, and it might help you in terms of being com- compared head-to-head True. with these teams that are going on. And if so. you're a committee member, you would see Michigan made an effort to play a very good team. Yeah, they lost, but at least they went that extra measure – Right to play right. a challenging team, like you should be kind of rewarded, assuming you don't get blown out by three or four touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. you should be yeah. rewarded for scheduling right. tough. RPI has got to be a factor. I mean, Alabama got rewarded for losing to Texas by multiple. I you know, yeah, multiple I scores, still, but, I still um, could not believe that Georgia got le- like. I understand Alabama won the SEC. I get that. Yeah. I cannot believe that. Like that, we should have. We were robbed of a Georgia Michigan national championship this yes year. Yes and no. Like I mean, Florida State did go undefeated. And if you want to talk about Power Five, that's a whole nother. That's discussion. a whole other, yeah. We don't need to get that discussion. <laughs> I think Matt Rule. 
I think I think a little bit of the comment is he's living in the moment. And right now he knows his current roster is very young and needs the reps. And they need reps against teams that are not as good as power five teams. I th- they are I not think, Wisconsin. They are not Iowa. Yes, they are not he Michigan. His quarterback next year, newsflash, is probably going to be a true freshman quarterback. And if you don't think that, you probably... Sh- <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we, right. we've covered we, that a thousand exactly. times. But I'm just saying, I think right now, if you're asking Matt Rule that question, he's living the moment and saying... Right, but that's next year. Yes. Right, that's not how we... Dis- that's not how scheduling... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, happens, sure. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, we were talking about win totals last week. As you know, Nebraska's at seven and a half. Just sitting here right now, February 26th of 2024. Are you positive that eight is possible? Or are you still on the... Hold your horses. Let's get to six. Worry about the rest later. Or are you like, take, might take the over on the seven and a half. What are you thinking right now? Man, it's just the, the, the schedule. And we're going to do this all summer, right? Oh, like, yeah. I get it. Oh, yeah. We're going to do this all summer, and you guys have all done it already, I assume. <laughs> no, yeah, we, we have we not. We have not given wait, wait, no. we, we wait. We say pick a side. Yeah. So, like, six side. and six, you can't pick that. That's a cop out. You got to pick five. You got to pick seven. Uh, I, said, I, yeah. I did this last year, though, but I look at how that schedule sets up at the beginning. I, like, so do I. W, 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 <laughs> W, W, to the point, man, can you imagine if they're bull eligible, like October? Yeah. <laughs> On Halloween? On Halloween? That, I mean, nice. listen, I, I think people under, when I think this has happened in previous years, I think, you know, a lot of times people sort of, they, they think of the team, they don't look at the schedule closely enough, but man, I look at that schedule, and I get it. it gets it gets tough. I mean, look, going yep. into Columbus is a, is going to be a hornet's nest. That's going to be really tough. But they do what they need to do mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year. They ought to be over that, in my opinion. Okay, so um, here is this: if you're saying over seven and a half, yeah. Secondary question: Do they play in December or January? Do they play in December or January if they're seven and a half? Man. I can't even, like, I can't even quite, next football season, you guys, is going to be the weirdest football season of our lives. Yeah. Like, I don't even quite know what it's going to feel There's like. There's a yet. massive adjustment coming. Between, like, between all of these weird games being conference games that we think are non-conference games because of who's in which conference, be, between the playoff, like, I don't even know when the Bulls will be exactly or how they, if they're going to change how they work or anything like that, but, yeah, I don't know. I, it's it's, I mean, you get you get to a if they still have like the Capital One Bowl on the same time that it is last year, yeah. you're probably talking about something like that. Maybe I don't know, I don't know. It's a fair question. I don't know though. Yes. Um, a few weeks ago we had a discussion with uh, his name is Drake. Hi Drake, if you're watching Alex Drake. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've been on their we, podcast too. Have you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, obviously it not was as much good less technical. Yeah. It, it was just a Zoom call. <laughs> Zoom really. call. Yeah, yeah, we don't yeah, do that. Yeah. yeah, we don't do that. We we avoid those as much as possible. Um, Which thank you for coming tonight. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> you're lovely. You're you're very beautiful in person. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Many people have said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when we had him on, we kind of had a debate about Dylan. And look, for myself, I don't want to speak for all you guys. I am. Snap one, game one. Oh yeah, you're rolling with 100%. him. He's yeah. your guy. Like, and I was going to ask you: Are you? Do you subscribe to the 1992 Mike Grant to Tommy Frazier no. pipeline? Because some people are kind of thinking that way. I no, and here's why: because you had Mike Grant then, right? <laughs> <laughs> a 
Are you saying Heinrich Harburg is not? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Fair enough. Did I mean, him by the, the way, you see, last night? Yeah, you know what? You know what I noticed about him? It looks like he's gained 20 pounds. That dude's getting ready to play tight end. Tight end. Yeah. Yep. Did, you look, did you see him? Yeah. He, look, he can't dunk like he used to be able to. No, yeah. he, we saw him in person on he Saturday. Can't, I, like, I, he's getting ready. He's getting ready to play. And I want him to. He could be yes. like he'd be great. I can't wait to see what they do Taysom with him, Hill. frankly. Taysom Hill. I mean, people forget. They had him lined up against Minnesota on that Thursday night game as a tight end. He, he got, got more, more passes than, than Tony. Yeah, people forget <laughs> it. Like, like that. that's going to be him. But to your point... <laughs> Yeah, Mike Grant had experience. Mike Grant had gone through a battle with Mickey Joseph and Tom Haas a couple of years behind, mm-hmm. right? He, had, Mike Grant, had a lot of experience. Mike Grant put a little piece of tape on his helmet that I think thought right in the right there. I thought he used to use it to aim his passes. I don't know if that's <laughs> yeah. true or not. Mike Grant worked for the Big Twelve for a while, uh, but yes, mm-hmm. but they had Mike Grant who had experience at that point and so i think they had the room to do it nebraska doesn't have that this year no they you don't talk? you're saying like, I, not, I mean if it's not harburg well, i mean right. it's obviously not daniel kalen if it's not going to be the other true freshman so right yeah. some, some we, people some it, people would say look heinrich got that experience last year uh start him instead and uh no i no hey stop that right I now don't, we, <laughs> we love heinrich harburg yes. he's an incredible athlete a good is, I want to see him on the field. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Do you want to see him as a quarterback? No. 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 We love you, Heinrich. I think there knows. are better uses Listen, for you. Heinrich, I think you know, right? Tebow Listen, jump pass. That's what I want to see I'm you not, do. I'm, I'm, I'm not pass. kidding about him gaining weight. I'm pretty no, sure he, that's yeah. what's happening. Did you see his vert? He thought he was higher than he was. hundred percent. During that dunk contest. Hey, listen, I know as well as anybody, adding 30 pounds of muscle hurts your vertical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he tore a freaking pop can open. Right? Yeah. It's, uh, right. He's insane. Like, you don't see The Rock doing dunks and stuff, right? <laughs> right. The, the, did you just say The Rock? The Rock, yeah. Can you I, do the eyebrow thing at least? <laughs> I don't think I can. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, I'm glad we got that debate settled. Debate. Can, like, uh, no, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. So my opinion is, yeah, it's him in game one. A hundred percent. That's my... I don't know what you guys think. Hundred percent. Sorry if I'm coming yeah. in and no, no, no. Okay, well, over let's, what let's, you guys all think. There was a good question in the chat, and this this could lead to another discussion. If if Harburg is putting on this weight to play tight end in other positions, we'll say I believe he is. Does that make Danny Kalen quarterback too? No, no. Jack, depends what time of the year we're talking. It's February. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not now. No, yeah. not now. It depends. It depends what time of year this miserable experience. Hopefully, it's not happening where quarterback one goes down and you've got to put in quarterback two. Yeah. Um, But if you're talking about quarterback two, like going in the game for mop-up duty, yeah, 100%, in my opinion. I think so. I don't know. What do you guys think? I have been arguing against these three for weeks. You're not arguing. But the difference is, is... When was the last time we had mop-up duty? Yeah. All of you. Mop-up duty or whatever the opposite of that is. <laughs> Again. Right, right, yeah. Right. So that's my point is mop-up duty doesn't always mean good. Sometimes it means uh, we're fucked. Uh, let's go get somebody some reps. And I see Danny Kalen. He's not like his, he's going to maintain his red shirt, but he's going to hit. In my opinion, he will get playing time however much. In three games. Oh, now he's down to three. Oh, he's back up to three. No, so yeah. he started at four. 
Then last week we got him at two. Now he's at three. Yeah. Jack, how many games is Danny Kaling going to play? Not start, just get snaps, get right? Snaps. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying he's starting. Oh, start. he'll get four, exactly. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. We wow. said, we said no chance in hell. No. Oh, wow. How the I, turns. Why him. not? Well, why because, not? because if, exactly. that's what I'm saying. If, if the argument is that Dylan Riola goes down and our best chance to win for the rest of the year is Heinrich Harburg, that is my personal opinion. They're not going to put Dan K- Danny Kalen out there to get reps when Heinrich Harbor could use those reps much better and would need them <laughs> moving forward in the season. Okay, couple of things here. Number one, are they getting somebody else after the spring? I mean, that's question that, number that's one. A, that's sure. a good question. So that changes this entire discussion. And I, I think they are still. Well, it, you, it, you're like, going to have to find a, a quarterback suitor who will, is willing to come in and yeah, accept. Yeah, it's a weird position. Right, it's right. a weird position. And... Like, I got killed by some people for this, but if Casey Thompson wanted to come here, oh, I, I loved have it. no idea why you wouldn't have jumped on that. Mm-hmm. Same. Even if, I'm, and maybe there were issues with, I don't know, there must have been issues with teammates or something. Yeah. I don't know what sure. it is. But, man, if that guy wants to come in mm-hmm. and fill that role and know what that role is, right. that's like a freaking unicorn, right? Yeah. And he's like, doing it at Oklahoma now. Yeah. The same thing like, that we could have done here. Man, if he yeah. wanted to do that, I think I can't believe they didn't. uh, There must be stuff I don't know going on. Yeah, I think the narrative, if I was Matt Rule, would be like, I don't want this guy like tampering with my QB one. If Dylan Riola, if if he's got people in the locker room and he's going, man, I should be starting. I should be starting. I should. I got way more years on this kid. I I should be starting. Like that just it just causes a lot of issues and a lot of drama. It just adds to the the weight of the argument that okay, Dylan Riola is Matt Rule's unicorn that's his freaking yes ride or die like i said that's his as ride he, or die as if it works be. awesome if it doesn't then holy shit it's gonna go down in flames but dylan riola is the yeah. horse that you're riding on well so and that's my thing like kyle what you're pressure. saying like somebody like we go out and recruit and like frankly at this point they're probably recruiting as like hey you're probably gonna be qb2 but you know a guy goes in the locker room saying you know i should be starting i have more experience i played more games whatever I am fine. I, I think pretty much everybody at this table would be fine saying, you bring in an experienced guy that is okay with being QB2 with a chance at QB1, play the best guy. I don't give a shit. We are here to win, and if you don't beat out like whoever comes in for that spot, if they can't beat Dylan Raiola, well... I just think Dylan will beat him. Dylan, will, yeah. be, Dylan yeah. will beat him in many ways... Partially because of who he is and what but, his dad's name is and everything else, but that helps. But I, I do think they should bring someone in. Yes, like I 100%. do. Yeah. I don't know how you sell that. But though. who? How yeah. do you do, make, Juco maybe make that pitch? You know who yeah. are you making that pitch to exactly? Hey, we got a blue chipper coming in who is the top. You know, top recruit. Got another guy behind him Jebbia. who's also Tristan Jufra. Tristan J. He's his eighth year. <laughs> his eighth year of eligibility, yeah. right? The, the com- like Calabrasca. Like, yeah. I'm just afraid there's nobody who fits that bill. I don't right. know who it is. The, com- the, converse- the conversation around Casey Thompson is like, who better to learn from coaching than Matt Rule, right? So if Casey Thompson comes back, he's really just learning how to be a head coach. He wants to get into coaching. Yeah. And so you go out and you try to find somebody that's willing to just be QB2 and wants to learn how to coach and – here you like, anyone, who wants to do I'm, like where else are you gonna find that scenario right, right. I, I yeah. get it's not gonna happen. hopefully but I i'm gonna know. i'm gonna say something really shitty right now oh no and it's just two words oh no jordy ball the acl injury is that what you're referring to 
I'm saying a lot of people were very excited about Jordy Ball. She got injured, and now it's like, damn, that kind of that's a huge damper. I mean, that I'm is just saying I don't need this to happen to Dylan. No, to, I mean where there's listen, nobody, nobody else. A hundred percent. That's uh, why they got to bring someone else. They have got to bring someone else in. Like, yeah. the, how many years? It, when was the last time a Nebraska quarterback played the entire season, guys? Tanner this Lee. is a question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we talk about that a lot, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah, you got. I mean, chances are he's not playing the entire season. Yeah. No offense oh, to Danny Kalen. Like, I just. Right. Like, don't so is that what you want? Or, or do you want it to be Heinrich? But if I it don't were me. I want it to be Heinrich. If, if it were me, I. I don't know. I'd find another. I'd I find mean, another quarterback, and I just don't know. Ideally, how, yeah. I don't know how you make that pitch. Right with all. with with the question mark around the pitch and how you get somebody to come here just to be satisfied with QB two automatically coming but, in. I mean, I'm okay with Heinrich Harburg. I really am. I don't. I, maybe I know. That's it. Maybe yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think that's what Matt. I think that's where Matt rules at. I think. I, I think well, he's got guys, enough gaming experience that guys. We had freaking two years in a row where quarterback depth costs. Nebraska bowl game. Yeah. In my yeah. opinion. Yeah. yeah. Two well, years in a row. You can't have that a third year. You no. cannot have that a third year. And what's tough about, you know, pitching a guy as QB two. And you mentioned, you know, when was the last time we had a QB one go the entire season is like, that's not a good selling point. Yeah. Because like you say, look, like we almost always have QB two hey, getting some starting hey man, spots. Our top and, guy's probably going to get hurt. So yeah. Probably and so what does, that say, what does that say to him? Right, like, I know. Yeah, how you, do you, you might get hurt. saying, how do you make the pitch to this guy in spring, whoever this mystery person is after spring ball to come over here and, you know, maybe never play, maybe be the starter, maybe yeah. be the emergency injury guy for the rest of the year. Rehabbing yeah. injury. I think a guy maybe rehabbing an injury that won't be ready to the fall. You got to, f- uh, somebody on there exists, but. Who's that? Look who had a we season don't know. ending well, injury and, at the end of last year. Yeah. So, again especially if you're talking like a knee injury, is a guy like that going to want to listen to a pitch about like, yeah, well, there's a good chance QB1 gets hurt with like a knee injury or Which, something. Which, by the way, that's what Casey Thompson was going through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you yeah. tear an ACL, you are much more likely to tear another. Is that a pitch they want to listen to? Is I, that one they want to hear? I don't know, man. You're going to have to find a quarterback out there that is just desperate for a chance. Yeah. Maybe and I, I don't know who that is. I, you're going to have to find somebody with no ego whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Yeah. And maybe you know? you're right. Maybe it's just Heinrich. Maybe, maybe that's it, it. Maybe that's it. I think maybe it is. that's the answer. Yeah. But like big, big Heinrich. scholarship quarterbacks in the room. Just that. I don't to get hurt. Then what are you doing? It's just, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm uncomfortable with that. Yeah. It's Same. uncomfortable. And I just, I'm not saying it's going to happen, Jesus Christ, but I'm just saying, like, it might happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how many how many times do you think Matt Rule sits in his office and goes, this is why I'm getting paid $10 million. This yeah, is why I'm getting paid $10 million. <laughs> I know what, I'm, I'm, I know what to do. I know what to do. Uh, I know what to do. Have Evan Johnson, Johnson junk on me right now. Yeah. yeah that, will, that will clear my mind. <laughs> Which was fun, fun, fun you said you almost, uh, made a, you almost said junk on him. That's about what happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody's watching. Everybody's listening. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, the no. fans can hear my thoughts right now when I'm alone in my office because <laughs> they're psycho. <laughs> Jack Mitchell can read my mind. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I saw him yesterday with his family. They were at the they were at the game mm-hmm. and uh, it had his two daughters with him and they were having a good time. And oh, yeah. like, it was funny. They they took off 
Like, not the typical Nebraska basketball fan that leaves, you know, down by eight with three minutes and 37 seconds left. Oh. But, uh, but, like, 20 seconds left, and they were, like, out, out the back door, down the stairs, trying to beat everybody out. But yeah. I appreciate it. First of all, new topic, sorry. If no, you're okay. No, yeah, no, cool. great. I love the way that the athletic department has shown up for each other 100%. in the last mm-hmm. year. Um, you look, my, I have a 13 year old daughter. She's a huge volleyball fan and that, and huge women's sports fan. And that has kind of brought her into being a men's basketball fan too, which is awesome. But I go to basketball games with her and she'll be like freaking TMZ out there. She'll be like, Hey, there's Harper Murray and Heinrich Harburg, right? Hey, Hey, right. There's, there's, uh, you know, she'll, she'll, there's Becca Alec over in the corner. She'll go through and she's like, you know, TMZ and she loves all the couples that are that oh, yeah. are dating and everything like that. But man, it is every women's men's basketball game is wrestling a little bit too. Yep. Matt rules there. Trev Alberts is there. John cook. Jalen Reyes has been there. You got, you know, Dylan Raiola. Raiola is always there at those games that volleyball teams there. I don't, I don't quite even know what to say about it, but that unity within the athletic department is really fun mm-hmm. and it's really like refresh like seeing Casey Tominaga you know go ape shit when Jazz Shelley makes that three against Iowa yeah I don't know if you guys saw that video oh, yeah. but yeah. that yeah. was like that was awesome that was great and so um I, I I think a lot of credit credit goes especially to Matt Rule sure. and and Cook and the players and Harper and everybody else who's done it but that's been really fun about this year it's, for me yeah I mean you yeah. see these like cinematic recaps like we were talking about earlier and you've got Matt Rule like outside the locker room high fiving. I mean, it's yes. not just a, it, like women's basketball. Sitting waited for Jazz many, to come through. Yeah. How right. many times have you ever seen Scott sitting outside the ladies' locker room uh, like ready to high five somebody? Percent. Trust me. Uh, well, he's I, at I the ladies' locker room. Okay. I, I believe Scott was probably hanging around that area. A bit no, too much. Man. you stop that. <laughs> yeah, but seeing all the a hundred percent, I saw yeah. that video. You saw the Iowa. You were talking about it, the Iowa game. Yeah, he and and Foley were out there waiting, yep. waiting for high five. Jazz Shelley, a high five when she comes in. Yeah, like that was. I don't know. I don't. That just makes me feel warm fuzzies right. about hey. this program. That the I question. Support. The question is like, yeah, when was the last time you ever saw anything like that, dude? I mean, look. So wrestling, women's basketball, me, women's volleyball. Man, from any program, I'm telling you, there. I say this every week. There is something special brewing at Nebraska right now. I think there I'm, is something special. I it think, feels like it. Do we? Do we say that? I mean, Trev is kind of the the head there because he's got before, be. before you had Bill Moose, right? Yeah, John Eichhorst. Uh, not guys that are exactly GBR. I bleed Kool-Aid, blah, blah, blah. Like, these aren't guys that are business Nebraska folks. born and bred, right? I mean, Alberts has put in the freaking work at Nebraska. He has his name up on the stadium. Speaking yeah, of Trev, he though, gives a shit. I do have a bone to pick with Trev. Yesterday, he was wearing gray at a basketball game. Just saying. Just saying. That's Whatever. A, like our hats, right? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of weird wearing gray. At a yeah, but game. you're right. I think the credit, I think the credit ultimately goes to him for fostering that kind of an atmosphere within the athletic department. And it's a lot of fun. Like the, the Wisconsin game, Juwan Gary gets that. They got that uh, save out of bounds. And Juwan Gary goes and gets a and one. And they showed the end court on P, uh, Peacock that it was on. And you see Dylan Rayola. Like jumping, yeah. you're sitting by Trev, yeah. and you see him yeah. like yeah. six feet above Trev's head. Yeah. Or you see Dylan after Jazz Shelley made the three. I saw one where he was doing like the bow and arrow thing afterward. I don't know, man. That's great. Yeah. That yeah. Fans, we 
we love that shit. Yeah. We love it. They know why. I, 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 I do, yeah. at least, and I think a lot of other people do. So it's been great to see this year. Yeah, it's 100%. A, it's a better place than the athletic department's been in for a long time. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up because that's something we haven't talked about yet, and I've been meaning to bring it up, and it just it slips my mind, but there is something different. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. Without hey, a doubt. Speaking so. of awesome collabs, Jack Mitchell... We're going we're gonna to give you the floor a little bit. We're going to give you the opportunity. Tell people about your radio show that nobody knows about. Tell people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Boy, you said Damn. that. Those are his words. <laughs> I, I didn't say nobody knows about it. What I said was a lot of people on Twitter don't realize I'm also a radio host. There so we go. That's, I'm that's sorry. what often happens. I but was yes, yeah. That was a little aggressive. Dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do the morning show in, in Lincoln. If you're uh, in Lincoln and you want to listen online, it's uh, KLIN. On from uh, six to nine, and it's not what you expect. Uh, if you think you know what you expect, uh, if you live in Omaha and listen to talk radio, it's very different than that. I'll just say that. Sure, um, <laughs> love that. So it's um, yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. Right? Uh, I like talking about local issues. I like making people laugh. I like sports. That's what I like talking about. So uh, those are the things that we do on that show. So KLIN dot com. Check out the Kent Pavelka podcast that we did today yep. at KLIN dot com. Um, yeah, and that's uh, that's all. And then I do a, a deal with Josh Peterson, the I eighty Club. So you guys can uh, check that out too. We do Josh uh, sixteen twenty the Zone. That's our sister station. We're owned by the uh, same same corporate entity. So uh, we work together a little bit, and he and I have formed that, and and uh, we've been doing that. So you can uh, get on Patreon, and you can hear our podcast there uh, right when they come out, or you can wait. You can hear them They're a little bit outdated after that, but. Sure. Uh, that's another thing that we're doing too. So check that out. Uh, I80 Club, just give it a search or uh, check it out on Twitter or Patreon. So, yeah. yeah. Jack Sign Mitchell on. LNK on Twitter. By I was, Jack Mitchell I LNK. I was literally just going to say for the 10 people in the state that don't follow you yeah, on Twitter, yeah. it's yeah. cra- it, is cra- <laughs> it is crazy because I get recognized in public more because of my Twitter than my radio show, which is nuts. Yeah, like, that is crazy. Like, and, and again, like I said before, like there's a lot of people who don't even know. Don't even know that I have a radio show. I think I refer to it quite a bit on my Twitter, but still there are people who who don't even know. And it's just like, man, I love your tweets. So yeah, (laughs) uh, it's, it's been, it's been fun, but I appreciate you guys having me. I think I love, I love you guys uh, creating this thing that you have, building it up uh, over the time and, you know, four people coming together and and doing this. Um, I like that we've got more of this stuff, not less of this stuff. Mm, Yeah. even, Even though it is, you know, you know, supposedly competition with with the things that professional creators do. Oh yeah, I I would rather have you guys doing this. I'm a consumer of this kind of stuff, so I love that you guys do that and, and you do this really well. It's really cool. So I really appreciate you guys having me. It's been a blast. So keep keep on rolling. I look forward to to uh, continuing to listen. Appreciate so, it, man. Yeah, 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 it's awesome. Look, coming from someone as veteran as yourself saying that who's been around the block yeah yeah well no it's good. you guys are doing a good job not everybody does it well you guys do it well so well thank job. you so, hey let's it. just end it oh wait you're gonna ruin that oh oh i was gonna say jack uh if you come on four times you get a t-shirt yeah just yeah. four times <laughs> yeah four times you get a t-shirt yeah. when's next what are we doing the, what are we doing the, what time what what are we gonna do the next the baseball one? Right. tailgate i don't know yeah. there you go they are not comfortable t-shirts but right. yeah. Yeah. yeah you guys come to lincoln we'll do one how about a traveling road Ooh. show oh, this is a mobile podcast we oh, do yeah. live shows all, ne- all right all you come to place. lincoln we'll do yeah. the next one in lincoln and i'll hook you guys up how's that sound perfect hell yeah i'm the clown all right um Real quick before we sign out, 
the boys and I had a chance to stop by the Team Jack Foundation Gala on hey, Saturday. I emceed that a few years ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is, uh, it is heavy learning about the stories yeah. of uh, the families that have been impacted by pediatric brain cancer. Um, but we were fortunate enough because of the following and the um, viewership that we receive on this podcast. Um, and, you know, the, the ad deals that we get because of that um, to be able to donate a little bit of money um, to that foundation. And so I just wanted to say, and for, you know, the four of us, like we are very grateful that we were, that we, we had the opportunity and we're grateful for you to tune in and, and watch the show. Um, so yeah, just wanted to touch on that a little bit and just say thank you because you, uh, you made a difference. So yeah, that's awesome. Love it. Yeah. Hey, none of this stuff happens without you guys. Yep. That's right. Um, Hey, on Twitter at NBNR podcast, the same handle on Twitter, on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, threads. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Blue threads? sky. Blue sky. Right. Yeah. We, all, we own the, the, the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give us a five-star review. We appreciate it. Give us a listen. Give Jack a listen. Yeah. Okay. Give me a listen. He deserves That'd it. be good. All right, guys. What do you say we sign off this bad boy? Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm one of your hosts, Jared Holt. Mike Delaware. Kyle Byers. Connor Cavillac. Jack Mitchell. <laughs> As always, beat Ohio State and GBR. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Otter. He's a junkyard dog. Hey. Kenny Bell ran up to me. He's like, you know what you just, what you just did? <laughs> you get mad. You went to go get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hey, <laughs> gone it, Muhammad. GBR. A Heard at Sports Network production. <laughs>